0: The journey inwards is the doorway to every source of freedom imaginable. But to go inwards is going to require one thing everything, everything you've everything. got. My name's Hussein, and this is the Everything You've Got Podcast. All right. Episode number one, Everything You've Got Podcast. Welcome to the show. My name's Hussein. Um, let's get right into it today. Uh, I'm gonna go over a bit of an agenda for today, and that is gonna be covering what we're gonna be covering on the podcast today. So three things. Number one, I'm just gonna kind of give a little bit of an intro, what, what this is all about, and tell you what what I'm all about, and hopefully i will encourage you to come back for more conversations. And number two, I want to share with you. I'm gonna share with you a journal entry that I put in a couple years ago. That was really an event that was that I recorded like maybe a few days after, an event in my life that was really the catalyst moment that led me to, and inspiring me to go on this path, and eventually, it's led me here to talking to you on this podcast, so we'll cover that, and then towards the end, tie into, uh, and then I'll explain it this way, I don't know exactly where this podcast is gonna go with it, but um, I can't tell you this, I do know what my intention is with the podcast, so I'll tie that towards the end as we close out, and that and then that'll be a wrap, that'll be it, That's um, so we'll have a good time for episode number one. Now here's how the format's going to work, I'm usually going to be on here by myself, but I've had some amazing, amazing interviews and conversations with some absolutely phenomenal people that are right here local, and the entire theme when I think about people that I want to bring on is this, it's extraordinary people appearing ordinary everyday folk everyday people that if you caught them in a grocery store you would never be able to tell um they just look normal but they're doing some extraordinary things and i've had some great interviews and great conversations that i'm just so excited to uh release to you guys in the coming weeks that is just full of incredible insight incredible insight by some incredible people excitement excited 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 uh to uh bring that all to you so let's get to it and one of I love to joke. I love to. I, I'm usually I'm a very silly person. I love to hang, goof around. I love to tease people. But you know, today today I'm it's just gonna be I'm probably talk a bit more serious and set the tone for for the podcast. Just because that's I want it to be that. I want to cover some very you know deep heavy conversations sometimes and not all the time but sometimes and what better way to start it than than on the first episode just just dive right into it into a pretty uh, heavy heavy topic and heavy conversation especially with today's world you know it's it's um it's becoming more and more wide known i think it's getting a lot more attention which is great um but i'd maybe like to share my perspective on it and uh, maybe it's a little bit different it might able to help people out and that's really with mental health it's not going to be the centerpiece of my podcast by any means but um the first I want to cover it on the first episode because it was really a catalyst that kind of got me to this point to even uh do the podcast and it's a very relatable relatable topic at the moment I feel like a lot of us go through it with especially this year with what's going on like hundred percent. I mean, if you weren't dealing with it before, you probably are at this point on some level, maybe even a soft level with what you're seeing out in the world. Like it is just just incredible to be a part of. It's just an incredible time to be alive. And, and, And so as you know, as time progresses and the world changes, like different skill sets become more and more. Uh, valuable and I think right now one of the ones that it's really going to be extremely valuable moving into like this world of artificial artificial intelligence and all the chaos around us that are you know tug at our attention and for our, in our reactions the idea of emotional intelligence is going to be very important as we move forward I think it's, people want to be learn how to remain connected uh, within themselves as they stay also stay connected online and in, the, in their whole life and, and and gain some, you know, some mental toughness, and turn it into a skill. And I um, mean, yeah, look at it this way: like more of a mental gym. Sometimes, you know, you come here, you go to the gym to work out your body. Here, you can come out here and have a conversation that'll work out your mind in a way. Sometimes, not all the time. But anyway, that's so. That's point number one. We got through the first section of our agenda. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on to uh, section number two. Say, so, uh, by the way, this 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 my um first one. I'll tell you. Doing a podcast is—it's interesting. I'm sure I'll get into a swing, swing of things as I continue here. But the m- first main difference that I notice is, is talking into a mic is—it's very different from talking to a person. And uh, well, <laughs> now before you scream, Captain Obvious, on that one, it's just—I didn't mean exactly. Like, it's different because the mic doesn't talk back to you. You got to keep yapping to keep the thing rolling. So it's a skill that I'll have to. It's a skill that you learn. So all the podcasters out there, shouts out to you. Moving on. Let's jump into the story that I've been selling so much, okay? So here's the journal entry that I put in. This is the journal entry that I put in moments, I think a couple days or a few days after. I remember where I wrote it. It was, um, or at least the premise of it. uh, I was in Miami uh, because I had gone on a cruise. I had gone on a cruise, which I initially did not want to go on. I had... Committed to it, but I was really close to changing my mind and not going because I knew how I felt. I'm like, I do not want to go anywhere remotely happy right now. I am miserable. Can somebody let me stay this way um, is probably what I was saying to myself. But committed to it, and I'm like, maybe I, I, it's probably a good idea to follow through on it and go because I'm going to be there some of my best friends, uh, best call. There was, was work trip, some work trips, and I work with uh, some of my favorite people, and it'll be fun. And maybe it's a good idea to go change my environment. It'll help me feel better. So I went on this cruise, and we got down to Miami, and it was the greatest trip ever. Cruises are awesome, by the way. I heard negative stuff about them, but I had had a really good time while I was completely depressed. (laughs) It was a great time um, overall, but I had this one moment that kind of changed everything. In this mental state that I was in, and this is what I journaled a couple days after. So I, I had my own balcony suite, guys, and while I was there, I was just in a, such a complete mental rut that I'm gonna read. And why don't I just read it first, okay? And then we'll touch on it afterwards. Let me, Let me um, read out to you this story of the night that I almost ended my own existence, and then we'll t- and then we'll meet on the other side. All right. So here we go. So. This is the journal that I wrote in July of 2018. Okay, so I "I could hear and feel everything around me the distant bass of the music from the upper deck, the quiet roar of the engines from the bottom deck, the balcony above me, an intense debate over the safety requirements of the balcony rail from a group of friends enjoying drinks together. I could feel the strong, cool wind that gently soothed my skin from the humid Caribbean heat, and the ocean. Yes, the ocean. The calm and gentle noise Of the water being sliced open As the ship carved its way through the Atlantic The boat had at least 13 stories And every floor was vibrant and alive It was a place where families came to vacation And leave at shore for at least the five days All of their problems and their griefs and their stresses Everything on the boat was taken care of for their passengers Down to every detail Amazing meals cooked every every day s- s- room service, and courteous service provided by all the employees, it was a giant vessel of happiness darting across the open waters into its next, onto its next sunny destination. And there I was, stretched out on a lawn chair in my balcony suite, contemplating, wondering, sometimes crying, hours upon hours asking myself, why do I feel like this? It, what is wrong with me? That was it. I had decided after hours of silence on the balcony to slide a chair and position it tightly right against the glass pane attached to the guide, guide rail. I climbed the chair, held the guide rail tight with both my hands, and peered over the railing and stared down below. I could hear the water being shoved aside by the boat and and the waves being pushed away into the, into the distance by the momentum. Then I stared directly ahead, and all I could see was darkness. Endless darkness The night is an unforgiving place on the water Every evening it pushes the sun, sunlight over the horizon And brings with it the darkness The moonlight this evening was blocked by a light set of clouds Setting the scene for endless darkness For a brief moment All the noise and buoyancy of life disappeared completely And there was silence A deafening silence and all I could repeat to myself in my head was, you're from the ocean, it's time to come home. I don't know where the words are coming from, but I knew they were there. Suddenly, I had one foot on the rail and the other anchored on the chair. In that moment, I knew I was going to do it. I was going to jump. And when I jump, the pain will be over. The questions will be answered, and all of this will be no more. It was so enticing. I could not see as I stared deep into the ocean. I could not hear the world no more. It was time to come home. One, two, three. And that's how it ends. Now, if you're wondering how it ended after that, well, I'm still talking, so I'm still here. (laughs) And I'll tell you this. Here's why I think I sound so comfortable being able to read it. I'm not going to lie in between there reading it. It got really real and... Got, I got a little bit of chills because it, I, I, I was, apparently a very descriptive writer. I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> very detailed, and it brought me right back. But I share that with you because it got really real for me. It got really, really real for me, and here's what prevented it. I think this is a lot of this is a question that's probably on most people's minds. Well, what stopped you? I don't know what it was, but here's what in briefly in that moment I could see. Um, it was almost like an outer body experience. I don't know what it was, but um, today I, I feel like I know what it was. But let me describe to you, because everybody has their own understanding of these things, right? But I am um, like this flash of light kind of just hits me, and I could he- and I could see myself in the water already as I watched the boat kind of drift away into the distance. And then afterwards, all I could see were all the important faces in my life, my family, friends, and basically a life that I would be, that was just left behind. And that was literally a split second where all this happened. And I just, and eventually in that moment, I just came to, and I was like, whoa, I was like, what am I doing? And I hadn't had that type of clarity in months, months, like it felt so clear. And that lasted for a few minutes, really. That level of clarity lasted a few minutes. And in that moment, I remember just going back into the room, sitting on the, the bed, edge of the bed and putting my hands in my face and just committing to myself. And I committed. I said, I just had to be completely honest with myself. And I said, this is something that I've obviously been ignoring and pretending it's not that real because I'm tougher than this and yada yada or whatever. And I have to address this and kill this before it kills me. And those were the words that I, remember, that I remember saying. And I think I said a prayer that evening, and I committed that I asked for God's assistance. I said, I'll do anything. I'll do everything that I need to, um, to change and get out of this state. And I just needed his assistance. And boy, did he, uh, man boy did he show up definitely did and i guess as the podcast as i explain more episodes and the stories um it'll kind of lay itself out but when i came back home from that trip i i got to work i got to work i was no longer going to just uh drift and allow this feeling to just stay in me i was like i and learn and and get myself out of this state so i i be, that's exactly what i did and One of the things I found was, you know, in this, is when you tell people, because I'm like, I got to, you know, start accepting help and maybe reaching out. So when you tell people and you give them the word depression and whatnot, I I think most people don't know what to do with it. They're like, okay, well, I've heard about this shit. Well, that sucks. And that's a fair response. I don't think anybody really knows what to do. It's... I think all they can do and all really people know how to do is sympathize with you and they will sympathize with you. And that's the... And I think generally in our culture, like, that's what we see as the courteous thing to do. Like, well, I have to understand. And that's true. I think there's some... It's nice to have some level of understanding. It's the first step into, like, compassion. But, you know, to have full compassion, um, eventually, that has to proceed forward. But it, it's a weird conversation to, to be had with some people when they tell you. I mean, I can... Hence, like... You know, you see a lot of ads and whatnot about mental health these days, and it seems to be becoming a popular topic. And here's what I'll say about that. I just, when you tell start telling people that, it's just, I never really, I don't know if I didn't appreciate it or whatever, but it didn't make sense to me. It was just this, it just didn't make sense to me that people were okay with normalizing the feeling for me. That, like, it's okay to... F- and even, like, when you go to speak to a therapist, you know, they will they do a lot of explaining in terms of um, probably how you got to that state and what it is that contributed to it. But the steps to, like, maybe take the next step forward was really... They leave it back in your hands because it's like, we've talked about it. Now you know how you got here. And you go heal. And that was a big word that I kept on hearing over and over. And it's like, you know, you heal yourself... And you'll know when you're healed, and you just do these practices and read these and mantras and affirmations and all that stuff. I did. I, as you can tell, I tried a bunch of stuff. Um, but there was no real measurable way to know if I've ch- That's what I came for. I'm like I didn't. I didn't want to normalize it and learn how to live with it. I figured I expose it and really come to terms with it. That this is what it's become this way. So I can not feel this way completely and go back to just being who I was prior to that. And that's because, and I knew there was a way because I obviously had learned to get to this state. So I didn't feel like I had to normalize it. Um, At least that's what it felt like what was going on. And I don't think it was intentional. But it it led me to the the biggest realization that ultimately, because no one can tell you, you know, when you've quote unquote recovered or you're healed, um, because even if you take medication... You know, you come off of it, most people probably will sink back into it. So, how do we know what's healing us? Ultimately, it's up to you whether you're healed or not. Because if they, everyone will speak to you and they'll teach you and you learn all these things. But at the end of the day, ultimately, it's up to you to make the decision to be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to decide to want to f- be better. And you have to, and that was a big lesson for me in that. Like, it was a very empowering moment. Uh, in, in my life, because it was like, okay, I guess it's inside of me, anyways. Like, it's inwards. Why well, am I attached to everything on the outside? I wanted to change so I could feel this. Okay, so if it's inwards, that's where, and then that's where like this journey began. And you guys probably hear it in this, the whole intro that I made. You know, the journey inwards is this, that's what I mean by that. It's the source of every f- form of freedom imaginable. It's that, you know, usually we're tying ourselves down. And the freedom that we're seeking is not really outside. It's just from whatever it may be. It's ourselves blocking us from that feeling of experiencing it already before some event happens. And it's just about learning how to get out of our own way. That's a little cliche. I'm not a big fan of cliches, but usually, you know, they're pretty true. Yes, it's ourselves in our own way, but that's obviously easier said than done in terms of like getting out of your own way. Um, If it was that easy, Uh, you know, none of us would be in our own way, obviously. Uh, But that, and then this is where I realized it. This is where the whole mantra came from. It's to go inwards. It does. It took everything, man. Like I had to look at everything and it had, it took everything that I had. Um, But it brought everything out of me too. And that was, that was the greatest thing ever. But that, that's what it takes It takes a decision on your own When you're that down there in the pit In the gutters of your own mind And you know, you're know you considering taking your own life At the end of the day It does take a major decision um, And a lot of work on our own part To pull ourselves out of that And really try to take a look It does take a lot it do, It's no joke, yes But it, it's possible Everybody can do it It just takes commitment because it's not easy. And, but listen, it's not meant to be easy. Like whatever, whatever that was, that phase of my life that I went through, if you want to call it depression or whatever it was, I don't like calling it that anymore, but whatever it was, like it was the biggest blessing of my life. I feel like it's made me into a different person. It's helped me shape and mold me completely different. And it's launched me to where I am now, where you're able to make decisions and, Everything that I felt that I was stuck in, um, you could just come out of it and make decisions. You realize they weren't even that big of a deal. So how do you get there becomes a question. Well, I mean, hence the podcast. This is really the uh, point of it. And I'll be sharing a lot of that stuff because I want to encourage people who feel like they're stuck in anything in their life whether it be some sort of relationship issue work issue internal issue or even this issue like that I was struggling with which is you know the de- the quote unquote depression thing is whatever you feel like you're stuck in i encourage you to have a conversation with yourself about the things that you've been avoiding it probably will help a lot um, not saying it's the answer It's There is no such thing as the answer It's always decisions that you have to make But And usually we don't make them because we feel like we don't have the right data um, Or we haven't collected enough data But it's it, That's just a fallacy It's usually because We just use the lack of data Excuse sometimes as a means to Not be In a state where we can make decisions Alright so I mean, and ultimately, so that's that's like the story. That's the story that I wanted to share with you guys. And, and uh, alt- obviously, I didn't uh, give all the details in terms of what I did and how I eventually climbed out of it and how long it took. It was like an 18-month process. And that's what I'll be sharing, like, in the coming months and the weeks ahead. Like, this is just episode one, so I'll explain more of that in the future. But I just wanted to share that story because it was going to lead me into this next part of the podcast that I laid out in the agenda earlier as we kind of close things out, which is the intention behind the podcast. I mentioned I don't know exactly where it's going, but here's here's what I can't tell you is what my intention for the podcast is, is this see like when you have to go that deep within you to pull yourself out of that type of rut, you begin to realize you start to see how similar we we are. All of us together. and it's really helped me understand people. and what it's taught me is that the relationship that I have with the world outside of me is in direct proportion to the type of relationship that I have within me, with myself. the depth of it. the more depth I have within myself, the more I can the more depth of vision that I'll have, Um, On the outside, I think it's in direct proportion, and when you realize that, you start to really see that you know the how similar we are. We we really are, and and it's been such a blessing. And what it is is, it's got me to the point where I really I know what that state is like now, where you're kind of in internal struggle or internal suffering, indecisiveness, and whatever whatever it may be, we all go through it in life. And sometimes I can now, because I know it within myself so well, I can I can see it on people's faces. I can hear it in their tone of voice and they're not even talking about it, but I can just sense it and hear it and feel their tension. And they're difficult they are difficult conversations to address within ourselves. And I know and I just my intention is to give people by coming on here to the podcast with whatever topics that we discussed, giving them the tools and encouragement to look at ourselves beyond the reflection In the mirror To actually heal ourselves It doesn't necessarily You don't necessarily have to be In the You know Situation that I was in Which is like Borderline suicidal Um Not borderline Just the, just past the line But not all the way <laughs> Across the way Not making a joke out of this Okay Um Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm punch drunk. I don't know what the. <laughs> oh, okay. What I was th- I was thinking about this terrible joke, just that line reminded <laughs> me of, and it just kind of it got to me. But I, I have a good time with life now, man. It's and it's because. It's also because of the equivalent, you know, how deep, how dark it got. Like, you can just appreciate the simple things. Just like random laughter in the middle of a session. I was, uh, you know what? I I was thinking about editing that part out, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I think it was hilarious. Um, Enjoy the laugh. But what was I saying? Yeah, so the intention, okay, with the intention. What I'm basically saying is you don't necessarily need to be in that level that I was at. It can be something far more simpler. Like, you feel like you're stuck in some sort of relationship situation or whatever it may be, I just want to encourage people to, to know that, that 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 type of su- internal suffering, because that's really what it is. Like, I think the worst types of suffering that somebody can have is indecision. You know where you feel like you're stuck? It turns into quicksand real quick. That's one of the worst ways to suffer. Um, but the intention behind the podcast is to guide people to understand that they can get themselves out of internal suffering, to guide people out of internal suffering, because I was in it for so long, and I was so good at it, like, I was a professional, and that, but not only guide them out of it, but also show them that, like, it works, and you can do it without having to rely on anything outside of you, that was the best part, that was the most empowering moment, and I intend on That's what I want to bring to the podcast. Consider it like a mental gym that you come to to work out these skill sets that you can just kind of climb out of any rut that you're in on your own, on your own. And it's totally possible. It's totally possible. If I can get out of it, I think anybody can. It just takes... (coughs) Excuse me. It's not the Rona. Um, But if I can do it, anybody can. It's just going to take uh, everything you got. It's just going to take every cheesy little tagline. It's going to take everything you got. But that's the best part. That's the best part about it. I think sometimes when people hear that tagline, they get scared. And they're like, oh, I don't know if I got it. You already have it. You just get to discover it when you decide to make these type of decisions to change and up-level yourself. And those are the type of people that are going to enjoy the conversation we have here. Right? People who want to change and want to go forward and experience different things at different states in their life, I think this would be a great place for you to hang out and get to know me. I'll get to know you. And that's it, man. That's a wrap. That's what I wanted to cover today. So, So that's it for today. So next episode, we're going to get into really – I'll get more into the nitty-gritty, get into detail. I think I'll probably cover some of the first steps that I took when I got back from that situation to kind of immediately just catapult me forward uh, and um, share some of that information that I think is going to be much more relevant and more valuable for people who might be looking for it. And then uh, I'll also be going to be released one of my favorite interviews. I did did an interview with um, my man Jason out of Burnaby just had a fantastic conversation with him. Such an incredible dude. He's got some amazing insight, especially if you're somebody that's possibly thinking about making a shift in careers, but it's difficult. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff that comes up in those situations. Uh, it's going to be a great, great conversation um, for you to kind of tune into. Uh, he owns one of the fastest growing fitness studios right here in the lower mainland uh, and just an incredible dude, good friend of mine. So, pay, uh, keep an eye out for that next week. And that's it. That's a wrap, man. We had a good time, did we not? Thank you for joining me on our first inaugural episode. I'll see you guys next week. The is the doorway to every source of freedom imaginable. But to go inwards it's going to require one thing, everything you've got. My name's Hussein, and this is the Everything You've Got Podcast.